Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to Tribulation Farce, the Left Behind podcast. I am your host, Tim Lanning. Joining me is Jennifer Cheek. Hello, everyone. We are covering chapters 7, 8, and 9 of Left Behind Book 3, Nikolai. Yeah, this is a weird set of chapters. As you know, we normally do two chapters. But guys, they fucking got our asses with these because they just were like, what if in the middle of the book we just do two recap chapters back to back? (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of like the first six chapters are so quote-unquote action-packed. So they're like, all right, time for... We gotta slow this down. We gotta take a damn breath and... Like, literally did anime-style recap episodes in the middle. Like, that's literally what anime does. Like, a little, little bit of new things, but Mm -hmm. mostly just recapping. Mm -hmm. Both 7 and 8 were mostly recap. Not very long chapters, and mostly recap. So we were like, we gotta add another chapter. We gotta do something we're gonna do. Otherwise, it's just gonna piss me off. (laughs) (laughs) Buck goes to Israel, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And and it worked out Mm -hmm. because there's an odd number of chapters in this book, so that now will be on track mm-hmm. to have two for the rest of them unless they do what if they do another uh what if they just did like another recap <laughs> chapter somewhere well, i was hoping <laughs> they're they just would... like trying to fill it out like yeah. oh no we need this book to be a certain length uh i was hoping they would clarify a few things and they didn't it was just all shit we like, knew literally and there were a few small pieces of information that we got from it but mm-hmm. not anything significant yeah and you know if you're confused by that which was recapped inherently that would have clarified things for you but if from you, where i'm sitting there wasn't really much i if you were confused if you're confused by any plot point in these <laughs> books may i suggest like a picture book like mm-hmm. i'm sorry these are not exactly like complex how dare plots. you that's not true they are they are deep they are chunky they have <laughs> <laughs> twists, they have turns, they have ups, they have downs, they have um, anti-heroes, they have heroes. Uh, yeah, like the Antichrist. <laughs> yeah, the Antichrist is the anti-hero, obviously, that's why it's where it comes from. Yeah, but, exactly. You know, shit, I mean, should we just get into it then? Yeah, let's do it. Chapter 7. Buck and Ken Ritz are heading to Israel, guys. Ken Ritz, he's back. We do love, I do love to see Ken Ritz, and there was a, a small little thing in here that I enjoyed, which is because Buck was thinking back to like, wow, when I first met Ken Ritz, mm-hmm. They, you know, it was like immediately in the immediate aftermath of the rapture, and they were, you know, talking about theories back and forth. Yeah. And at the time, Ritz was like, "I think it's aliens," mm-hmm. and and there's this like little line uh, where Buck is thinking to himself. 
Ritz had told him of many strange encounters in the air that made it plausible that an airman might believe in such things. Mm-hmm. Talking about aliens, and I did really love that. Yeah, I, th- I, I like the idea of, like, the nerd Rayford versus the Chad Ken Ritz. Of, like, <laughs> yes. man, that was fucking aliens. I've seen some shit up here, man. Do we? Okay, but this is, like, a thing in, like, oh, yeah. conspiracy uh, circles yeah. of, like, and, and, and not just, like, a conspiracy, but, like, pilots have seen weird shit. Like, this is very yeah. much, like, a thing. You get eight pilots in a room. They're talking about aliens immediately. I need to hear Rayford's alien experience. Because, like, like well, come on. He had to have gone had at least one. But now he's, like, he's probably, like, it was an angel. It was probably an angel. <laughs> it was actually. an angel. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's so many things that happen in our beautiful sky that... No one can explain. Yeah. I mean, weather balloons. Mostly weather balloons. Mostly weather balloons and light reflections. Why do we think that weather balloons is the answer? Because who does that? Is that something they do? Do they still do that? I think so. Like, she's... But there's also spy balloons, man. I don't know. Remember when we were briefly like in this country of like, damn aliens, Mm-mm. when they did those uh, alien um, movie, the alien. No, I mean the, the actual government was doing hearings with, about yeah. alien shit, and they were like, "Well, we've seen some weird things, but but and nothing ever came of it." Yeah, I mean that was during the like, isn't shit so crazy? They're basically saying there could be aliens, and everyone's like, "All right, whatever." Like, yeah, we don't care anymore. We don't care anymore. Like, I don't know. I, I'm gonna have to see like an actual little green guy before I get excited mm-hmm. now. I need him to come down in his little saucer UFO and land in my backyard. <laughs> or actually, sorry, not land in my backyard. I need him to suck me up into mm-hmm. the UFO while I'm in the backyard. Hey, man, I'll just leave all these things from to, uh, up to Tom from Blink-182. He's got That's a, right, he's got a handle on it. He's, he's got a handle. He'll let me know when it's time yeah. to be like, alright, we gotta start paying attention. Start looking at the skies and things like that. Remember when the president of Mexico was like, I I believe in aliens. Because <laughs> they were like, found like a corpse. Mm. Have you seen that? The, the I Mexican don't... alien? I, I, you guys, as you can tell, these chapters kind of suck. Because I, <laughs> I, I got excited and I'm like, I'm just want to talk about aliens. Didn't now. he also believe in elves? Yeah, I think so. Cool. <laughs> There's so many things in the Can I go to Mexico? They got really good wrestling there. They believe mm-hmm. in aliens. Mm-hmm. Good food. Mm-hmm. I, I'm ready to go. Let's yeah. do it. Why not? Why not? Ken and Buck are flying across the ocean to Israel, and they just use the whole time. To, like Ken is just asking questions of Buck yeah. about Jesus shit. Yeah, I guess technically they're filling in a little bit more about Ken's character, of like giving him a little more screen time. Like, oh, Not enough. quick, quick guy from season one coming back in season three. Hell yeah. He gets a couple more speaking lines, but really it's just an excuse for recap. But, yep. you know, uh, and when Buck kind of mentions the good Lord to him, Ken doesn't blow him off. Yeah, he's he seems just, a little more interested yeah. this time. Like, he's actually asking questions about it. Do you think – well, do you remember, first of all, what happens to Ken Ritz? Yes. I don't. You do? Yes. Okay, well, I was going to – there's a pilot that I like a lot. And, and it I must be pretty him. sure it's Ken Ritz. And, yeah, I know I, I know what happens to two people. Okay, well – Ken Ritz uh-huh. and Buck. Buck. <laughs> <laughs> well, because my – I was going to ask you, do you think he's going to actually, like, get and converted and, and join them? I think – I'm leaning towards yes – this point well uh, but i guess we'll see i don't we'll know we'll see you know he he silently heard him instead of calling him a 
fucking idiot. Yeah, so yeah, that's good for a me. Stupid dumbass. A little, little worm. <laughs> um, and speaking of planes, mm. Rayford and his crew are landing in New Babylon mm-hmm. now. And this is like after Rayford has been listening to them like be like cackling, yeah. like cartoonish evil dudes. Yeah. Like we love doing evil things and blowing up people. Like just sharing Instagram feeds of like. Blown up buildings in Chicago. And they're like, mm, like that? Like that? Like, I told you we, you told me we shouldn't bomb Montreal, but look how good it looks. It looks awesome, dude. <laughs> good call. Uh, and yeah, Carpathia, like, turns to all his crew and is like, listen, guys, remember, we're supposed to look sad, okay? <laughs> Have an appropriate face when you mm-hmm. get out of this plane. Because mm-hmm. it would be pretty sick if they just got off the plane all like, ho, 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 and like, joke, you know. Yeah, drinking Bud Lights, be like, what's up? Uh, they should have slammed them. They should have, like, each, every person that stepped out, slam a Bud Light. This is my grief Bud Light. Yeah. This is what I do when I'm sad. And then we're like. <laughs> this is what Antichrists do when they're very distressed. <laughs> they drink Bud Light. I feel like that's true. But they're, like, getting out of the plane to have, like, it's not a ceremony per se, but it's, like, since the potentate was, quote-unquote, missing during the hubbubaloo, they're kind of making a show of him getting off the plane and all yeah. of the people. So and that includes news, Ray and stuff like the that. The various news organizations that are actually all owned by the Antichrist yeah. are there. Um, but I had to punch our cat in the head just <laughs> What is he doing? He's attacking the cord from my PlayStation. Oh my gosh, what a bad boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so they land, and <laughs> Hattie's there, guys. Yay. And Raver's like, oh boy, what's going to happen here? And she runs up to Nikolai and gives him a big old smooch, and he is not happy about it at all, which I actually like don't even understand. Like, because doesn't this like humanize him to like everyone? Like, wouldn't he want that? Yeah, but it wasn't part of his plans, ergo. He doesn't like it. Yeah, because like, Fortunato's like, bro, you got a surprise coming. He's like, I hate surprises. <laughs> he just let me. I yeah, hate and also it appears that she didn't really do the I'm sad wife thing. She did the I'm happy to see my potentate thing. My, my sweetie's here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, actually, can you just read this little quote here? Yeah. When she turned to plant an open mouth kiss on his lips, he pulled her ear to his mouth and whispered sternly. Hattie looked stricken, near tears. She began to pull away from him, but he grabbed her wrist and kept her standing next to him there at the microphones. Just, I don't know, like, I feel like that looks worse than just, like, letting it happen. But I guess, like, on the other hand, Hattie going for an open-mouth kiss in this situation Mm -hmm. is kind of wild. Yeah. You can't be open mouth kissing the potentate in what front of everybody. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, kiss him with tongue. Later, they explain that she did this to be bad. Which she I did do it funny. intentionally. Which yeah. I, I can't. Oh, the way that they're like these chapters are torturing me. This <laughs> book is torturing me by how shitty they're being to Hattie mm-hmm. without like even like being aware that they're doing it because it's it's so bizarre to me because they do write her as smart in some ways but mm-hmm. then like every character around her is constantly being like damn Hattie is dumb as fuck yeah, yeah. like she's not stupid she was try- she was like trying to see she was testing him yeah yeah but <laughs> even that's sort of like spun as being overly emotional and like right she's just being a crazy woman yeah a crazy pregnant lady <laughs> but they at least gave uh, Carpathia the ability to be like oh, as you can see my fiance is distraught as well. Um, yeah, because again, like, just like very strange choices in yeah. the plot. Like, I think that, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. I think that I would expect the Antichrist to understand that the way he responded doesn't look good. Yeah. 
But it doesn't matter because he's magic. It doesn't matter. You're right. You're right. Uh, so, yeah, so Carpe, I think, is a little speech to the organized, <laughs> like, the, the gathered news organizations. Mm-hmm. But, you know, norm, just the normal, like, we're so sad about right. all the explosions right. that I did. We're all going to come together and yada, yada, yada. Yeah, so, soon we, we will all have one world everything. Yep. Don't worry about it, guys. Don't worry about it. Meanwhile, Buck is trying to meet up with Heim Rosenzweig uh, so that he can find Zion ben Judah, who's mm-hmm. missing right now. I thought that the I think that the way that they talk about Haim is also really it makes me uncomfortable. It's actually. very, it's very Hattie coded. It's very Hattie coded. They literally like call him naive to the point of childlikeness. Yes, he really like rubbed me the wrong way. It's like, yeah, like it's like oh he's so smart, but he's so dumb. It's at the just same like time. are they trying to do some sort of like weird nutty professor style? Like he's such a genius that he is just weird. But they're, they they're just like so mean spirited because of that's how they are. How right, they exactly. That it just comes across like nasty. They can't make someone who's precocious because they don't respect that. And, right. you know, here's this brilliant guy that they focus in on his works, but they can't help themselves to make him sound like a buffoon. Right. And I, and I wonder, is like, is it, is it because he's not a believer? It's like they have to code all the non-believers as stupid? I don't know. Or I something? Mean, like, I don't know. I don't, this is like half-baked. I can just like, it really like bothered me and I was trying to pinpoint why it bothered yeah. me so much, the way they talk about him. It's, now, granted, they do write him to do dumb things also because he <laughs> does a dumb thing in the next chapter. Oh my chapter. God, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's funny because it's like, the way that they write and describe him, uh, you know, just to us, not necessarily from a, a person's point of view this is you know it's, it's buck's chapter therefore right. it's legal or buck sections legally from buck's perspective but it's like this is no different than the way the antichrist describes him so yeah. you are using one of the good guys or the third uh party narrator in this instance maybe to talk exactly like the antichrist how did no one catch this how come no one was like we should probably ease it up because we don't want like do they want us to be like damn i guess I guess Nikolai's right about Heim. Okay, cool. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, again, this is like kind of half baked in my mind, but I'm getting like a vibe of like the way that like evangelical Christians talk about Jewish people in general. It's like they kind of treat them like they're stupid. Like, well, if you really understood what right. the situation was, you wouldn't think the way you do. Right. And it, this feels like just like emblematic of that kind of viewpoint. I think that's why it's like pinging to me so much. Yeah. Like it's not about that, but it just shows yeah, the general I, like attitude. Yeah, because I don't think that's what they're doing, but just like how they write everything, they can't help but let shit squeak in. Right. Like, because it's just so like that is what they think about yeah <laughs> jewish people like seriously like the only like jewish people they treat as like smart and good are people that have like converted mm-hmm. i don't know i'm gonna keep an eye on this let's keep an eye on this as we keep <laughs> going because like obviously these books have like very fucked up perspectives on yeah. like judaism and jewish people yeah um but i think it's some of it is a little more subtle yeah and like um, we've said before it's it's uh, the special style of infantilization yes that, yes the infantilization uh, feels yes. like it's praising at times but really you just realize there's like a infantilization mixed with a fetishization at the same time and like also you think you're smarter than them mm-hmm. like you think you have all the answers mm-hmm. Ugh, it's annoying uh, we do find out an additional piece of info about what has happened with Ben Judah and his family. Yeah. Which is that apparently, uh, I, this is a quote from the book, quote unquote, black hooded thugs, uh, arrived in the middle of the day and like dragged his wife and stepchildren out and like yeah. beheaded them in the streets. 
Oof. <laughs> um, and we learned, we know that Ben Judah got away. His driver was able to drive him yeah. away, but no one knows where he is now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the whole thing. Buck is coming here to connect with Haim and try to find out where to find uh, Zyman. Yeah, Judah. to help him due to all of the the murder what went around him. But again, remember, no uh, Israel has not been attacked yet. It's one of the few right. places that's like relatively safe, even though it's c- close to Egypt, more or less, right? Yeah. Um, um, from, you know, we, it's always easy to forget how close shit over yeah, there is. Yeah, I know. do for, I do forget about that. Yeah, being in a country like the US that's fucking huge, it's like, right. yeah, shit is closer over there. The entirety of, 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 uh, Siberia, China, uh, India is the size of Florida. <laughs> Now, that part of that continent, a little big. They're pretty what? big, too. Oh, okay. It's just countries are smaller in some parts of the mm-hmm. world. Chapter 8. Buck finally does connect with Rosenzweig, and we find out that the authorities are trying to blame uh, Ben Judah for the murder of his wife mm. and stepkids. I mean, up. yeah, it's dumb, but what are you going to do? I mean, that is, like, what, like, the authorities would do in that situation, yeah. I'm sure. Like, make, because then, then it's like, yeah, get him. Yeah. You don't want this guy around. Especially because he's a pariah. So yes, yes. It would be helpful for them. Even though it makes no sense. It's like the guy what with everyone on this in this country uh zealotly wants to murder. Uh he probably killed his family. Yeah. He probably right. chopped their heads off it's in just the so street. Like, right, yeah. Well, because they want to get to him, so it's like, yeah, let's just make him yeah. be like as big of it's dumb. Uh, uh, an evil, you know, person as possible. Yeah. We also find out that Ben Judah's driver killed in a car bombing. So they're yeah. really trying to kill his ass. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was uh left somewhat up in the air what what his fate was. And when they said he blew up, I was like legitimately surprised. Like, well shit. <laughs> oh fuck. Okay. Cause it kind of was like, is Buck gonna go talk to the the driver at all? Right. Uh to figure out any information. And well, no, he's not, because nope. they blew him up. He did. Um <laughs> Buck talks to Heim and finds out that Heim had reserved a hotel room for Buck with Buck's actual name. Right. Now, granted, I think that's a little bit on Buck. Like, why did you not, like, specify to him? Like, why did you have him do that at all? Yeah. You yourself, dummy. Like, yeah. Yeah. You're so damn smart. Yeah, because if you go back to their previous conversation, they were super, you know, wet work spy talk about it. But I guess... How would he know what fake name? I mean, maybe he should have. I don't know. It was really dumb that, like, in the broad sense of, like, we are doing some spy shit, you signed up for the hotel for me and <laughs> under my name and with your name. Right. Okay. Okay. And you know, like, it almost just feels like the book is trying to be like, see how fucking stupid he, he is. He's got no street smarts at what all. What a little baby. Now, granted, some people don't have street smarts, but I just, I don't give any benefit of the doubt to the way that anything is written in these books. Yeah. So. And it's also the past. And I'm just like, you can just, you could just show up to hotels. Yeah. You just like, hey, what's up? Give me a room. And they're like, right, okay. we, that's all we have. We have, we always have a vacancy somehow. <laughs> right. The internet doesn't exist for kind of. Um, so Buck books himself a new room under his, his favorite, um, fake passport name, Herb Katz. Yeah. And he, they asked for his company name, which I thought was funny because I'm like, that, I've never been asked that in my life at a hotel, but fine. Uh, and he, the, the company name that Buck gives is, International Harvester. <laughs> now, is it the next book or the one after that's called Soul Harvest? I forget. I don't remember. I don't remember. But anyway, we're like, ah, that's that's what book is. Isn't that so funny, guys? 
I like it. Yeah. We're laughing. Now let's come back over to Rayford. Hattie has reached out to ask Rayford to meet her for dinner. Because she wants to talk. Uh-oh. And Rayford is worried about seeing being seen in public with Hattie. Not because she's with the Antichrist, but because he's worried it will look bad because he's married. Yeah. Yeah. This is like a pretty big sticking point in these this section. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it keeps coming up. Rayford being like, I I cannot be seen <laughs> with another woman who's not my wife. Right. Like they're talking about taking a flight together later, and he's like, Well, just to let you know, I have to have. He doesn't say it this way. He was like, I gotta ask my wife if it's okay if I sit near you. Real Mike Pence hours have been here. Yeah. Gotta ask mother for God. permission. If mother says I can sit next to you on airplane, <laughs> and I mean this is jumping forward, but it is funny. Like. Hattie makes fun of us like, we almost cheated on each other. Like, each come other. on, dumb bro, bitch. <laughs> bro, I'm not a bad guy anymore, but I used to be a piece of shit. And I'm still horny. Don't worry about <laughs> oh, it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, but he, like, literally specifically says, Hattie, do me a favor. If you agree this shouldn't look like a date, don't dress up. What are you What are you saying? What they, does he even mean? With Ray, as soon as he gets in the vortex of Hattie, turns back into old shitty Ray. He can't help it. He, he's really like, Hattie, you better not wear anything sexy. You better be in a freaking potato sack. Right, right. It's You it's, better be wearing sweatpants and no makeup. It's At dumb. the bistro. <laughs> yeah, we gotta go to the global bistro. <laughs> the global bistro. I do want to eat at the global bistro pretty bad. It sounds bad. <laughs> it sounds like shit. But it's like. That might be the. Mm. I think that. that is not the joke, but that might be the joke. I don't know. Well, because the Global Bistro, they do clarify that it is two things. Number one, that Hattie helped design <laughs> and, like, planned the Global Bistro. Yeah. And that it is mainly American food in the yeah. Global Bistro. Because <laughs> that sounded like... Wait, how, how are you going to call it a Global Bistro right. and have hamburgers? Well, they're in Iraq, so I guess it works out. Oh, my God. I, I guess mean, it is the yeah, sure, I guess it's global there. It's... It rocks. It sounds like she's like, hey, I need to hang out with you. Can you meet me at the cafeteria? Right. And then we learned that, no, it's like a really nice place. But also a really nice place that has TVs everywhere. I have a yes. lot of questions. Dude, when that came up, I was like, what is happening? Take me to the Global Bistro right now. I need, like, do they have a thing where you can, like, select, like, at your table right. what a TV is? Like, fucking you can, like, play, like, a, a pachinko at your table. Johnny Rocket's ass. <laughs> Uh, bistro that the Antichrist goes to all the time. Like, I keep making fun of it, but I cannot stress enough how much I want to go to the Global Bistro. They have sandwiches. They have sandwiches there. Also, it makes me laugh because uh, a podcast that I enjoy called Seeking Derangements has an ongoing joke about <laughs> opening a restaurant called the Challenger Space Shuttle Disaster Bistro. Okay. <laughs> and that's what I think of now every time I hear Bistro. Oh, okay. I think sure. they should call it that uh, in this book, too. Sure, sure, sure. Braveheart asks Hattie, like, hey, don't worry anything slutty, slut. Uh, he goes into his mind palace to feel guilty mm -hmm. about being horny for Hattie again. Mm -hmm. uh, and he hopes he can have a good influence on her. Yeah, he literally, there. like, leans back with his hands behind his head and is like, time to reminisce. He's willing his boner down. Yeah. Like, don't. <laughs> Think about this sexy former stewardess that you used to be horny for. The, the book does. Oh, think about your Christian wife, your <laughs> second Christian wife. <laughs> your tiny first Christian wife. And they do talk about him getting down in his boxers. And I was like, ooh. Yeah, I didn't like that. I didn't want to think. I think little, I like pushed that down. I'm like, I don't want to. Fancy. Wanna, I assume that he's wearing like little white boxers with red hearts on them. Or I'm thinking white boxers. With blue stripes. With blue stripes. I was yeah. gonna say, I was torn. I was like, am I gonna say red hearts or am I gonna say the stripes? Oh, he wouldn't do red hearts. I mean, come on, that's the, that's the joke one, what of if, course. What but. if Amanda got him for him? 
as a little joke. Yeah, sexy. Tasmanian devil on him. Oh my god, I hope she did. You wouldn't wear like that's the devil. That's the devil. I can't, honey. I can't wear the I devil. I can't wear the goddamn devil down there. <laughs> I don't care if he's from Tasmania or wherever, Pennsylvania. I can't have the damn devil jersey. The Pennsylvania devil. <laughs> The Jersey Devil, no devils, no, none, devil. no Jersey Devils, no Tasmanian Devils, none mm-hmm. of them. Oh my god! I agree with that too. Um, so Buck goes to after he talks with Hive, and he's like, "Okay, I I don't really know where to start to try to find <laughs> Zion Ben Judah. Let's go see the witnesses of the Wailing Wall." Yeah. They, they, they mention here too, cause remember, I think this was in the first, or I don't remember if this was in the second book or what, but where they like talked to the big stadium. Um, they talked about how, like, and like tons of people all converted then. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently that same thing has been happening over the past couple of years in other locations. Yeah. So they're having like a massive, like, tit revival, like, stadium. <laughs> they're not going there. Other people are going there. They did it. clarify that, which made me really pissed off because. Yeah, I want to see them on a plane. They talked about Ben Judah going, doing more of these stadium tours. And before it sounded like our main men were getting on the airplanes. They yeah. were like staying in hotels. Yep. They're eating like shitty deli meats. They're going to the bistro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and no, that's not the case. I guess they went to the one in Israel and now, and then they went back to the little hut. Yeah, they went MLM style and they yeah. got their new, their downline went out and, um, started preaching to other yeah. people to, to get new downlines. They're es- essentially like, don't fuck with this dude. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You have, well, wait a year and a half to fuck with us and this dude or two years. Well, ago. did, so did they clarify that Ben Judah actually went or was it just like other? I, I think I thought it was just like other converts that were doing it, but I may have just missed it. Yeah. I mean, it might be a further. Not that it matters, but it was more just like from a logic of like, wouldn't he have been like killed or something? I think I they know. talked about him traveling a lot. Okay. Okay. Well, that, that, that makes sense too. Regardless, our two made dudes, are yeah. they're, they're staying at the Whaling right, Wall. Right, right, So this is like the only interesting thing that happens in these two chunks of the chapter. <laughs> like literally, it really <laughs> is. And even this is barely interesting because it's just the witnesses doing their fucking yep. Bible shit. They're just saying Bible verses. Fucking talking playing Bible the code. old hits. Like, yeah. get over yourself. Like, let he who has ears, let him hear. Like, oh my god, I fucking get it. The Shut fact that, they, that he's like, okay, guys, where the fuck is... Well, because he goes up to the Wailing Wall and there's still a whole bunch of people listening and they're happy and f- far fewer people have tried to attack them now after so many of them were burnt to death <laughs> yeah, with fire. Exactly. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna stop trying to attack these mm-hmm. guys. We don't know what's going on with them. We're just gonna mm-hmm. let them do their thing. And then the Israeli military is like, we can't shoot them. We, nothing works. It's fucking crazy. Uh, <laughs> Like we're just not gonna let's just not even it's, worry about this anymore. Just gonna be we got there. bigger problems. <laughs> I do like the vibe that like everyone else is like this is cringe and moves on, but like they can't because it's the Antichrist. Yeah, and his they gotta keep preaching army, whatever. So like they start, they're continuing their preaching. What's like as we said before, sounds boring and not very good. But I guess it is magic. But I don't think everyone even like acknowledges it's magic. But see, that should have come up at some. It should be coming up constantly. But whatever. And but they do do like psychic mind link with Buck. But they're still just doing the same. Like I'm just gonna quote Bible verses at you. You know what I'm saying? Like. Get out of here. This fucking sucks. Yeah. Um, but I, one thing I, this is more just like a put a pin in this because I kind of want to look into this at some point. They talk about th- this phrase, proclaiming the terrible day of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Is that like a phrase that is like familiar to you? Yeah. I feel like it's very much a thing in the Bible and I'm like, I don't need to look. I just feel like that's a crazy phrase. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I want to, I'm going to research it some more. Yeah, because like, 
the way that it tastes in my brain, and I probably would have a diff, a more, you know, accurate opinion about this 15, 16 years ago, but now it's morphed and taken over by like, I don't know, fucking, uh, Neopets information. And <laughs> yeah, they overtaken it. Uh, wrote, wrote over it. But I feel like a lot of times the terrible day of the Lord is sort of seen as like, finally God gets his fucking revenge. It is. It's like God's gonna wipe out mm-hmm. the non-believers. Fuck them. He's gonna rain down fire and brimstone. I do think it's a sick thing. Like, I think whenever people use oldie, like, big words for what they literally mean, uh-huh. right? Like, terrible day of the Lord is like, that's, it's like, oh, man, fucking terrible. It's raining. But no, this is like, no, it's going to be, the, like, capital T, terrible day of the Lord as he shoots, he shoots you guys with fireballs. Yeah, like, shit. terrible as in, like, inducing terror. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think. Like, in the way that awesome means. Like, yes. You're literally in awe. But I, then, you know, saying that out loud, I don't know what this means because, the tribulation is this, and then the terrible day of the Lord, from my understanding, and like doesn't happen. Right, right like or it's already it already did happen. <laughs> yeah, kind and of. it's currently happening, or like it's not. I mean, obviously, it's not a day. That's kind of that's kind of a classic Bible thing. But like, is oh, don't get me started on what day fucking means in the Bible. <laughs> it means penis. No, no, no. Um, a day can be a week. It can be a year. It can be ten years. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not even joking. Yeah. That is that is actually pretty relevant to Left Behind. And, and feet means penis. Now that is true in the Old Testament. In the Old Testament, um, I like to think it means in the New Testament too. Yeah, yeah. Jesus was getting his feet washed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why everyone I freaked out. Bros, the when he started washing feet in front of everybody. Oh, what the fuck? Like, guys, we're still here. We can see yeah, you. Apparently, it doesn't mean the same thing in Aramaic I, and Greek. I just, Boo. I just love the concept of Jesus being in a big gay polycule with a bunch of like fishermen, and then and like they're all washing each other's feet and jacking each other <laughs> off with their hair and yeah, stuff like he that. Yes, riping the feet with their hair. Oh my god, bro, that's gay. sir, you nutted. Let me clean it with my Jezebel like hair <laughs> i'm one of the nine marys first of all god, marys. you are so boring like pick a new name yeah there's like nine of them there's so many marys there there's john too many johns too many johns like a couple we sarahs we don't need all those no get some new names new names juan marco juan Mar- oh, that's, that's just john mark but whatever oh yeah you got me for a second at least it sounded interesting just mix it up so the witnesses are continuing to speak in their Bible code, and they finally do kind of give Buck a new piece of information to maybe help mm-hmm. him with his search for Ben Judah, which is that they say, Indeed, he is going before you into Galilee. There you will see him. And Buck's like, what? <laughs> is it at this part or the next chapter where he says they turn into statue robots? Oh, I think it might be the next oh, okay. One. Because it's like, well, it immediately, like, picks up. I yeah. think it might be happening in... This scene is in between two chapters, a yeah. thing that Jennifer hates. I, It's annoying! <laughs> uh, you need to cliffhanger me. I can, like, see the next page. It's right mm-hmm. there. Just fucking leave them together. I, m- not on my Kindle. It's never there. No, I can see Because Kindle's a one-page book. Isn't that crazy? No, I guess that is true. Just, I just, I'm like, wh- why? Like, what are, you, what are you accomplishing by doing this? Yeah, cliffhanger. Ugh. Ugh. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Chapter 9, I guess. Even though we're, we're, we're hey, look, we're, we're right here. <laughs> And we're frustrated. And we're frustrated. But yeah, the, the two witnesses keep going on, and it's like at some point over this, you know, end of chapter eight, beginning of chapter nine, they just stop talking, right? Yeah. And and sure, they say oh, we some, said enough. Yeah, because <laughs> it seems like for a little bit, one of them is saying their general generic shit, while the other one is talking to everyone, but only talking to Buck, right? Like, go him who has ears to hear and also, hey, go to Galilee, I guess? But then they just stop talking. Yeah. And then he's like, what the fuck? Yeah, Buck is, like, getting, like, annoyed, kind of. Mm, he's it's like, funny. what? This doesn't make any sense. Like, tell me some real information. You should have grabbed them by their, their sacks and yeah, shook them. Yeah, right? and, then, and then, like, dust would come off mm-hmm. of them because, like, they're constantly talking about how dirty they look. Yeah. Um, they're, like, two little pig pins. Yeah, um, and it's like, Tell me what the fuck. And they say a few things in his mind, but I think it's literally still like him who should say, hear. Shut up, bitch. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> Dude, we're not going to lead you. Why would we lead you there? Like, I don't know. Maybe because you're magic and your whole point is here. <laughs> and they're like, we're pretty busy hanging out by the Wailing Wall. Yeah. Good luck, buddy. And they literally like, like this is the dude that you guys like went out of your, you guys left your wall, your precious wall. <laughs> you did. And you said, don't <laughs> fuck with this guy. And this other guy is like so clearly in a book and here help trying to help you. And you're doing mine, and, and it's it, the gall to keep doing what you're doing, but you still, like telekinesis or whatever. Or, it's kind of kind of rad, and, I, and I like cool. it because it is Buck cool. is frustrated, yeah, and yeah. I like it when Buck suffers. So yeah, okay, that's good. So that's good. And he basically is like, oh, fine, fuck you guys, I'm gonna come back because you're not telling me anything. I'm I, not coming back here at midnight. Like, can I come back? And they're like, blah 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 and blah blah. I imagine them just like staring at him with like. Huge eyes, like the way that your pets just stare at yeah. you sometimes when you're like, there's nothing going on in there. Yeah, I mean, before <laughs> he was like on cloud nine because it's like, whoa, those are the those are the words of Jesus. And they're saying it directly to me. I'm wow. so special. Wow. I'm like, no, you just read it in the book, too. Like, it's not that special. <laughs> Man. I think most of the Bible's aimed at me. But like that, and people, when I said that in school, people got mad at me. <laughs> like, this is about me right here. And he was writing with Tim in mind. Yeah. See these two, three, these two books, of the Bible, that's me. He's like, yeah, it's Timothy, but like, it's not actually you. I'm like, oh, okay. Are you sure about that? Well, he's dead. I'm not. <laughs> so who won now? Mm. <laughs> so Buck goes back to his hotel and has a potentially prophetic dream while he naps. Yeah. Odd. Can we also bring up that they like once again in this chapter <laughs> had to bring up that Buck can wake up without an alarm? Yeah. Even though he fucked up the one time and it didn't work. Why they... There's so much sleeping. It, God, we're, yeah, we're back why to, are they telling us about naps? I don't care. <laughs> we're back to the needless food that we do miss, by the way. Uh, uh, but I napping. miss the food. I'd rather them talk about that than napping. Absolutely. But, hey, you know, we got to be reminded that even though Buck is frustrated, he doesn't need an alarm. Because he's God's perfect special boy. Uh, but Buck has a dream that he is Joseph. A.K.A. Mary's husband, A.K.A. Jesus' daddy. Mm. 
or earthly daddy, you know. Yeah, stepfather. Uh, yeah, his stepfather, his earthly stepfather. But yeah, he dreams that he's Joseph and that he hears an angel of the Lord saying, Arise, flee to Egypt and stay there until I bring you word. Which is what happens in, in the Bible. Well, mm-hmm. that's what is the story in the Bible is mm-hmm. that Joseph gets has a dream mm-hmm. and they tell him to go to Egypt. Right. So now Put's like, mm, am I supposed to go to Galilee or am I supposed to go to Egypt? Like, what is, does Galilee even exist? What the fuck? What is the truth? And I did like it because I felt like this was going to be a situation where they could have used logic. It's like, well, I was probably just thinking about it so much and maybe that was something I read in the notes of of Pastor Barnes, but, but they're like, no, hey, maybe maybe you did have a magic dream, but and it's more, it's actually like instead of going to the rational part, the rational instance of this, like I guess I'll just ask the two magic dudes when I go see him. I mean, fair enough, you've got access to two magic mm-hmm. dudes, like probably good to just double check that <laughs> one with them. He had a dream, by the is, way. Is that legit? Well, and remember, he doesn't want to go to Egypt because he got blown up. Yeah, Egypt is, is scary right now, and they like specifically talk about like, well, Israel is like pretty safe right now, so. Yeah, I don't. He doesn't want to go. He doesn't want to go there. Mm-hmm. That's all for Buck in this chapter. Yeah. Uh, now we're gonna get with the meat of the chapter, which is <laughs> Rayford's big not a date with Eddie date. at the bistro. It's not a date at the Global Bistro. <laughs> oh I need a Global Bistro shirt really bad now. <laughs> it looks. It seems like. It seems like since she only. Ate at airport restaurants. It just That's feels like knows. an airport restaurant. Like <laughs> yes, absolutely. marble, expensive, and TVs. Yes, yeah, that's all they've got. Um, Rayford's freaking out about potentially sitting near Hattie. Ugh, shut up! It's so annoying, and this literally, like, this really is how like a certain type of like evangelical dude is. Mm-hmm. Like, he treats like any woman. Like, oh God, she's gonna her her. Her sexiness is going to affect my mind. Is this like what all Christian fiction does? Is like if a man and and a woman who are not like married in the eyes of the Lord get together, do they always point out what seats they sit in? Do they always mention like – you know, I've I've been saying this recently. Men and women can't be friends, but <laughs> I, I'm saying it because of Naruto. And that's Mm. – and that that has that has poisoned my mind. But maybe – maybe they're onto something. Maybe every book – should always point out where everyone's sitting because they could be sitting next to each other as in a gay way as well, right? Right. Like, like if two dudes, they could be being gay the way they sit next to each other in a bar. I just feel like um, Christian dudes like this like don't see women as humans. No, like they only see them as like potential temptation. I think you know. I think that's like so obvious. It's like the most obvious thing about uh, yes. these types of dudes, right? Like they just see women as a temptresses that need to have babies. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, Hattie is on her way to both of those things. Um, <laughs> She's maybe. Doing She's doing maybe. it. She's doing it. She's doing it. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll get there. Um, yeah, so so they get to the beach row. Raver does a whole super awkward, like, they try to, like, put his place sitting, like, beside Hattie. He's like, goes around, like, the other side of the table. And it's important. I don't even understand what the issue is. Like, when you're on a date, do you not usually sit, like, facing each other? Like, do people really no, sit, they sit side on by the, side? they sit... Well, I envisioned this as a... Full, like a circle table. Okay. And they're going to have him close to her. And he's like, no, put and, me across. Right. Across. That's a, tw- you know, the 12 and the nine. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, no, I'm going to go to the six. And it would be, they said that since the table was so big, they, they would practically have to yell over each other. And it also implied that <laughs> the nice bistro, which the potentate himself goes to, it was loud. Yeah. And then we find out about all the fucking TVs. It's because they have 500 TVs <laughs> playing all the news. In the bistro. Yeah. 
<laughs> and Hattie's like, um, Mitra D, can we get this depressing news off the TVs? And he's like, um, um Miss, Miss Durham, that's all there is on, on the TV. And she's like, well, can we at least put on some music or music videos? And she, she says, put on, I want my damn MTV. Put they, on some MTV, some music, put on some music videos. I'm like truly like in my mind, like they have filled the global bistro with K-pop videos were playing in the background. I, I mean, that would be sick. How anachronistic that they would be able to put music videos. All You only have news and music videos? Like, bars now just play fail videos. All they do is put fail They're playing Tribe TV, baby. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. And at first I hated it, and then as I'm drinking my beer, I'm like, like I fucking fell. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. Things that play at, at restaurants with TVs are sport games, mm-hmm. Like half of a Jurassic Park movie, like never, mm-hmm. like you're never gonna see the whole thing, mm-hmm. but it's like half of a movie, um, and then yeah, fail compilations. Yeah, and, Law and, and Order are a surprising amount of time too. That does make sense. That's because it's always on TV. So. Yeah, Law and Order is always on somewhere. There's like nine of them. There are so many Law and Orders. One of the uh, what's his faces is retiring. They're getting a new DA. <laughs> I saw that the other day. Mm. Sam, what's his face? Water, water, water. Whatever that guy is, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Not my DA. Yeah, well, they're getting a new one because everyone's getting old. <laughs> they're like, uh, people are going to die <laughs> on Law and Order. We got we to gotta change up the guard. And not by the normal way, by a, a crazed rapist with a, like a knife or whatever. No, they're just the actors are actually getting old yeah. and dying. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot about this. So not only they, they change the news, they put on music videos, and they specifically <laughs> say that in the people in the restaurant, several people applauded because they changed the TVs. <laughs> it made me think, like, do you remember that like really old classic like Tumblr like fake story, Opa Homeless style? No. Ba- oh, I don't even really begin to know how to explain it. Basically, like someone was telling like wrote a story out on Tumblr that was like very clearly fake mm-hmm. of someone being mean to a homeless person and then the homeless person saying Opa homeless style and like dancing. Okay. Um and that's what this feels like. It's like and everyone clapped. Yes. Yeah. Everyone loved it. Yeah. Like no, that didn't happen. This would not happen. <laughs> like just imagine a whole restaurant being like, Yay, no right. more news. We love the music videos. I mean I guess a little bit of the thank God happening. I guess, but I don't know. That just made me laugh a lot. Um, so Hattie is sad. Rachel can tell she's really sad. And he also notices that her engagement ring, she's got it turned in so that the diamond part is like in her palm. Yeah. So is it's that, not is that like a, facing out. Is that a thing that females do? You have to like, it's like a cat's tail. You have to see. Right. Like, uh oh, it's turned in. She's in a bad mood. <laughs> like, I get, I don't really under, cause like you still have a ring on your fingers. Now you just look married. So yeah. like, which maybe is like kind of the point. Cause mm. it is funny because basically really Hetty is bringing Raver here to be like, oh, the Antichrist won't marry me. Uh, he's not committed to our relationship. He never <laughs> talks to me and he keeps being mean. He's so mean, he's the Antichrist. Mean. And I- and also implying that he just shows up to fuck. And, yeah. then just, and they don't even live together. I'm getting ahead of myself. But, like, it, it really feels like Hattie is, like, I have no friends. I need to talk about my relationship She just problems. hangs out in her big, weird apartment, designs bistro, and cries. <laughs> I'm like, what if we did a BLT on the menu? Stop telling me about the bistro. Be an adult. <laughs> I don't fucking care. I don't fucking care. <laughs> it's all cheese. Sir, it's all cheese sticks and BLTs. Like, yeah. oh. So, yeah, she wants to talk to Raver because she's not happy in her relationship with the Antichrist. And, and in this conversation, she, like, 
mentions getting dumped by Rayford, and he's like, "Now hold on a second, now, now hold on here." And she's like, "Shut up, Rayford! I felt dumped, and that's all that matters." Yeah, they kind of like give her a few like earned jabs, but again, they can't really write her, so it automatically goes back to her to sounding crazy because well, like so it's been like years at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, get over, get it. over oh, it! Oh my god! Which is I blame fully on the writer because mm-hmm. they're obviously doing like the worst job yeah. of writing Hattie. Um, and she also mentions that she, like she has to drop that she had a crush on Buck too. That was weird. Like, okay, like why are you telling me this? And Ray's this? like, why are you telling me this? <laughs> like, okay, you had a crush on me and my son-in-law, weirdo. <laughs> I like when Rayford's like, can you get to the point? And then they're like, all right, this feels like you're just doing this because the way they write Hattie, but I'm on your side this time. Yeah, please like, shut up. Like, for real, you're literally pregnant with another man. Like, get over it. Um, so she, she, you know, complains about how bad her relationship is with the Antichrist. And, and she talks about how she's like, tries to connect with him. Uh, but then I would make some silly statement based on my limited knowledge. And he would either laugh at me or ignore me. <laughs> like, it really feels like they're being, like, making Hattie be like, I'm a big, huge dummy and he won't listen to me. Right. Mm. I I think you should be thankful that the Antichrist even consulted you about him taking over the planet. I can't believe he even mentioned it at all. Right. He kind of seems to have his whole shit together, but he was being nice, and maybe you f- you fumbled that bag, yeah, actually. You might have fumbled that, Hattie. Like, I honestly, like, you kind of have a sweet setup, like, all around. So, like, just, like, make friends. You, you have the opportunity to become a real housewife of New Babylon. <laughs> make friends have parties for no reason. Yeah. Get in fights with what people. What is Leon Fortunato's wife doing? Yeah. What are the other Come ten? On. What are the other ten wives doing God, of the, of the other kings? Like you, absolutely. Real Housewives of New Babylon would be delicious. I I, they're, they're, I want it so bad. I want to know what the the drama would be. They would have like. to take the first three episodes off the air because it was like what, and then like re-upload them. Like, well, he was all he clearly died. <laughs> he did. He was. He did. <laughs> He did a treason, and he always was going to do a treason, and he's dead now. Yeah, I just, like, I don't know. Like, again, if if this is a thing, and she's like, I have money, but I'm bored, get over it, girl. Like, make, you can, because he, like, literally says, like, in this, like, he doesn't care what she does. Like, she's all like, oh, is it okay if I, like, go on a trip to see my family back in the U.S.? And he's like, I don't fucking care. Do whatever you want. (laughs) So, like, why are you not living it up? You know, like, you got that Carpathia credit card. Right. Just, like, be buying shit. I would now, have a great time. No. I would have a great time as <laughs> as the paramour of the Antichrist. No. I would be spending so much money. Is there any part of you that empathizes with the fact that her partner doesn't love her, uh, doesn't talk to her? <laughs> not <laughs> really, she- because she literally says she didn't, she thought it was physical all along, and it's like, well... Yeah, you're correct. So what did you think was going to happen? But he gave there? her a ring. <laughs> literally. He did. He like literally, she says he just like put it on her finger. <laughs> like not a proposal. He doesn't say, will you marry me? Right. He just is like, here's a ring. Here you go. Crazy. Shut up. Crazy shit. Um, yeah, no, I should feel bad for her, but I'm just, mo- I'm just like, I'm pissed off at the lack of Rojasos of New Babylon. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be real. I get that. I'm taking, I'm lashing out right now. And emo- you're having a very emotional hmm, Yeah, I'm having reaction. an emotional response to Hattie <laughs> not taking full advantage of being the first lady of New Babylon. Yeah. Because I can tell you, I would I would be putting on some crazy parties. remember, she also- I would be buying, like, miniature ponies and shit. <laughs> 
Well, yeah, doing like some Ivanka shit where exactly. it's like. Exactly. Like, I decorated the. <laughs> I made blood trees for Christmas. <laughs> like, Ivanka seems crazy, but you kind of got to give it up for that oh, insane shit. 100%. That's what I'm saying. She could be doing that. Yeah. Like, and I don't think he would care. Like, as long as it didn't, like, make him look super bad. Right. But, like, that feels like a thing that, you know, a, a politician's wife would do like i mean i guess it's kind of cramping her style now because she's pregnant right so she can't she can't be drinking um 15 coffee espresso martinis like the real housewives do yeah Uh, and i have to assume there's not a i mean this is just a recently renovated city so i can't imagine she has a lot to do and i'm sure there's people around her that treat her i don't know like the antichrist girlfriend (laughs) so it's not super easy for her but it's like Whenever she asks her her boyfriend a question, he's like, I don't give a fuck. Be an adult. Like, oh, my God, you're so dumb. You're just literally so Shut annoying. up. I, I don't care what you did today. Yeah. Get, stop talking to me. I'll see you at 4 a.m. Do you think that Nikolai cares at all about the baby? Because he doesn't even seem like he cares about that. And I thought that he maybe would be like, I don't care what you do, but you right. better keep my child safe. Yeah, there was a, a whiff of like, I'm just doing this to acquire baby. But as she kind of describes the relationship more – I didn't even see any of that. No, because, like, if he cared about the baby, wouldn't he probably not want her to travel? Because he'd be like, what if something happened? Right, because like, it doesn't he even... He would want to, like, keep her in a little cage. Right, it doesn't seem like baby. she's in a gilded cage, per se. She's just kind of neglected. He just, like, truly does not give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So this is where Hattie now, like, she's getting in deep into their problems. And this is where she admits that when she showed up at the airstrip when they landed, that she was, like, intentionally trying to, like, goad him into yeah. doing something. Yeah. Um, and she's like, yeah, I actually was not excited to see him. I am fuck. Yeah, I did this to see what his reaction was. And that, based on his reaction, that was the last straw. Yeah. But again, it's like, girl, you're kind of in too deep now. Like, what are you going to do? Right. Cause like even if you do like run away, he's gonna find you. Like he's got he's got resources. He wants to kill you. you Unless he wants get, that baby, you're gonna get disappeared. He's gonna put you in a literal cage. Yeah. <laughs> until you give birth, and then he's gonna kill you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm. I'm actually just like very curious to see like because I don't. I don't know if you remember again. I like don't remember plot wise like no. anything that happens now. So I don't know what happens with this baby. No, I don't remember anything. No. It. it so, <laughs> and and she actually like admits um that she has every day thinks about abortion hell yeah <laughs> and raven's like please don't do it please, please please it's the most evil thing you can do right and i do it at least respect lightly in a weird way that they're like ray's like i shouldn't really expect her to have the same opinions as me I, that, now yeah the way yeah. that that the way that I read that versus the way they intended it is completely different meaning i'm like okay open-minded what they meant is like if you're not a Christian, you're the little literal devil. It's, I mean, it's the same thing as like, well, if you don't believe in God, then why don't you just go murder right, people? Like, right. What? <laughs> oh, you're telling me if you didn't believe in God, you just go murder people? It's the same vibe of like, well, they're cannibals. They don't know any better. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's yeah, it seems progressive for like 0.5 seconds. And then you're like, oh, that's yeah, not. Yeah, because yeah, like everything is just bad. And she's like, why? Well, I don't really want to have a baby with this guy. She also talks about how like, yeah, he seems like super psyched about all the bad <laughs> shit that is happening in the world. He says he's sad, but he's like clapping and running around he's about like, all his plans. I think he wants people to attack him so he can retaliate. Like, you are absolutely correct. 
And it's kind of wild that you're admitting this and, and even telling Ray this. And also that the book is trying to frame you as a stupid person for, mm-hmm. like, realizing that. Like, right. just in general. Yeah, like, no, that's a great point because she's the only one that can see through Nikolai's bullshit, right? Because she is not a Christian. So Nikolai's magic does, like, apparently should work. But I guess it's possible Nikolai pulled a the authors of this book and didn't respect a woman enough. <laughs> he underestimated he her. Yeah, exactly. I'm so curious what's going to happen with Hattie. Like, I really don't know where they're going with her character. And I, I assume they're going to kill her in some like really demeaning way <laughs> uh, is what I have to assume. Yeah. I have a, I have a wisp of a memory of what happens with her, but I have two separate ones and I don't know which one's true. But I think she stays around for a little bit longer. My like, brain, a good chunk of it. My my, I I don't think this is what happens. But also, my brain's like she gives birth on an altar and then they like slit her throat and kill her. <laughs> um, yeah, who's to say? I mean, who's that would be say? pretty metal if that. I'm like, would they have her kill herself? Like, is that too hardcore for? Oh, these I books? think they would. Yeah. I think they absolutely. Well, because you that. wouldn't, you don't feel bad for them because they're not Christians and they're weak. Yeah, I'm like, well, she's in hell now. She's in hell. Good luck. Uh, another really interesting thing that happened in this section is that Hattie's like, I know you're probably surprised about this, but I'm actually um, ashamed that I'm pregnant out of wedlock. He's <laughs> like, I, why? You, you, you don't believe in God. Why, why are you, you a huge slut? People? Why do you care? <laughs> I know you think I'm a whore because I wanted to fuck you, but, you know. But I'm actually only kind of a whore. Yeah. Like, she would have been cool with it if then they got married. But, and, and that's why, like, this whole section makes me feel crazy. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, what they're making out that Hattie's actually upset about is that he doesn't want to marry her. Yeah. <laughs> Not that he's an evil man who's excited about all the horrible things happening in the yeah. world, is that she's like, he doesn't want to hang out with me or get married. I'm I mean, sad. I get it, right? Like, maybe they stumbled a little bit more in there, but like, Literally, the person you're dating doesn't talk to you. Yeah. And it's like does not live with you. Does like, not live with you. And whenever you try to talk to him, he gets annoyed and says that you're being a child. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not. It's a bad situation. I mean, she is. She's dating the Antichrist. <laughs> so, you know. She's dating the Antichrist during World War Three. Not a super fun time. No, not not a great uh, a situation to bring a child into. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, another fun thing in this little section is that they both make fun of Nikolai for calling himself potentate. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> like, yeah, he sounds like a dumbass. <laughs> I like that they're that. like <laughs> – this part was wild because she goes, don't most of you church types consider him the Antichrist? And, and Rayford's <laughs> like, like oh! <laughs> <laughs> if he was still eating, he would choke on a damn tomato. But Yeah, yeah he would choke. The sweat like pops on his brow. <laughs> I'm like, mm. What's up? Who the anti-who? What's up? And they just kind of like danced around it, but well, because well, they they in Raver's basically like, and she's like, yeah, I can read, I read Buck's reporting and the papers, and Buck because he's so objective (laughs) is giving every like option of what everyone says, and that includes the people that are like Nikolai is the Antichrist. Yeah, and I bet he like spelled it out like two years ago, right, or a year and a half ago, and now shit's coming. To fruition because it's the Bible and shit. So she's like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> and it's a little cute because she's like, well, we can just call him AC. And <laughs> Ray's freaking out. Yeah, like, oh my God. <laughs> and for some reason, this kind of like 
spurred a memory, and I'm like, I think they might do this. I think, I think they might too. I think they start calling him the AC. Did they actually have they joked about it before? Maybe because I was like, did they maybe like joke about this in the past? Maybe they did. Maybe that. Maybe that's actually what I'm remembering. I don't know. But. I don't remember. If you guys remember from listening to us, if they've talked about this, let us know. Yeah. Um, but I would not be surprised if they didn't. If they did this. <laughs> if they haven't done it, I wouldn't be surprised if they do it. Yeah. Ideally, what happens is they trick Hattie into becoming a Christian, and she's yet another spy. But both of my memories, that doesn't happen. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. But we just gotta keep reading. like I'm now. saying, they are less likely to happen than anything else, right? Yeah. The, the fact that I remember it is – well, that's reason why to, to suggest it doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah. It's been so long. Mm-hmm. And- so that we, we close out the chapter with Hattie basically being like, okay, you know what? I am going to go back to visit my family. Yeah. Fuck Nikolai Carpathia. He doesn't give a shit anyway. Maybe we'll be on the same flight. And Rayford's like, mm, don't get too excited. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I have to ask my wife first. And, and she makes a comment, wow, I don't remember your first wife being so possessive. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, well, this one knows that I tried to fuck you. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I yeah, I was still the same, though. And like, yeah. also, like, if she had known, she would have been possessive. It's wild that she's like, maybe we can sit next to each other. And you're like, Ugh. Like, again, like, the whole, like, I can, I literally cannot sit next to a woman. Like, right. is people really like act this way it's crazy like literally like isn't that like mike pence like literally yeah. wouldn't meet with women one-on-one like yeah. and these people are in our government mm-hmm. making decisions and they are afraid to sit beside a woman yeah well they're not afraid of the woman they're afraid of everybody else blah, 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 blah. I, I, i'm just afraid how horny i get when i see a woman <laughs> well someone else will see me and they'll be like well i also don't respect women ergo you're trying to freak her yeah it's uh it's wild mm-hmm. um this was written so many years ago and it's still a problem yeah so that's cool that's fun well, guys, that's a, that's these chapters. That, the, that's these three chapters. Three chapters. Like, and we did not even like go into the ways in which they were recapping. No. Recapping. 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 And, and the previous ones. We we saved that. Uh, we saved you from having yeah, to Yeah, we, we tried to sift out any of the interesting things. but you know. I, I did love this uh, bistro section. Though. That was very – The very global good. bistro. I want to go there. I would like to eat a I hamburger. I bet it's like you get the driest sandwich and it's, the most expensive salad you could ever get. It's a, it's a tomato, the mealiest, palest mm. tomato you've ever seen in your oh, life. Here's the thing they were talking about during the recap, and this was the part where I was hoping they were going to give us more uh, lore, world building, but they kind of shied away from it, slash didn't give anything explicit, and that's they didn't really talk about how much these other countries are using the formula. Like, they yeah. talked about that, like, certain places in Africa can now you know, plant and make crops. And I think there's a way to take the sentence for which they said that that's happening, but they still kind of made it out to that classic, like poor African country. Right. And they like, but it's been, it's been a while. It's been like several years. Yeah. So theoretically I think that should be getting better. But I guess also there's so many, I mean, World War Three is happening too. So like, maybe it's just like canceling out. Yeah. Cause like, like we're, good- we're roughly like 20 to 22 months. Cause they just, they keep saying, Less than two years ago. So, yes. like, we're just on the cusp of two years since uh, the beginning of the book, since the rapture, all that good stuff. So, I guess maybe since it's only been a while that the global community has come together, I don't really know. But uh, I wanted more of that. And, and they probably just dropped that plot line fully. They're like, we don't have to care about I think this. they probably – well, because they're going to have to somehow – 
justify the famine and shit. That's true. Well, they just keep bombing shit. Yeah, I think there's like nine ways to do it of like, oh, well, the formula didn't actually Locust. work. In locusts the, in the southern hemisphere. Um, I mean, like, yeah, if you can grow plants, but they well, get eaten. Well, yeah, I mean, locusts are coming. Folks, no, right? Don't don't worry. don't worry, they're coming. But I guess I thought that the because Nikolai was talking about how much famine and shit there's going to be after the war and people starving to death. But if they have if they have the goddamn formula, everywhere should have fruits and veggies. Yeah, I think. And also, again, the a country the size of Israel. We've talked about this before. Uh, turning into a breadbasket makes them the most po- powerful nation on the planet. That's crazy. Like, sir, that doesn't make any damn sense. That doesn't make any damn I sense. I am so sorry, but we it's understand. <laughs> I understand how much money you could make doing this, right? Because you avoid all of these export import fees, yada yada yada. But Israel's not that big. No. Like you, that it just, yeah, it is not <laughs> like factually. There's only so many, unless you were making, what if they're like building towers in Israel to like grow things. Uh-huh. And so they're expanding their like square footage of land. Uh-huh. I don't know. I, 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 I don't was, think that's happening. I was thinking about that in my mind palace. Um, yeah. Earlier. I don't remember why. Maybe it's because I was playing Yakuza and I was thinking about um, Japan being like a Coruscant. Mm. AKA a, a, a body that is completely covered in buildings and things like that. Like, yeah, build a skyscraper. Every floor, that's a fucking, um, a farm. Yeah. It's easy. You get grow lights. Get fake know? sun and shit like that. Yeah, make it work. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, st- uh, listen to more of our good ideas about towers of, well, they have mm-hmm. that in Apex Le- Legends. It's so beautiful. I mean, I think it's like, the, well, it, I feel like in, in the various, like, uh, sci-fi shows I've watched too. Like I feel like inside, like different like stations, they'll have like big like kind of towers of plants. And I things. think it was actually maybe a sci-fi book I was reading. Okay, and it's like this this uh, entity was making farms underground. In 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 like real life architecture, there are buildings like green buildings that have like plants on the outside of them. That's, yeah, that's a thing. I think there's one in Spain or Whoa. somewhere that's pretty cool looking. Whoa. Um, there should be one floor of every single skyscraper that's a farm. It, yeah. Sure, why not? why not? I don't think it'll work. It'd probably it would, be stinky it weird. Would, but. Yeah, it would rot the floors and things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you for listening. Head on over to patreon.com slash content hole if you want to get more delicious content from us. Um, you know, f- maybe we're talking about a show, a movie, mm-hmm. uh, just general things, baby. Uh, check that out. It's a lot of fun, and I th- I know you will like it. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow me at Tim Lanning. You can follow Jennifer at Jennifer Cheek. You can follow the podcast at Trib Farce Pod, or shoot us an email at tribulationfarce at gmail.com. Always love to hear your insight, especially because these books are weird mm-hmm. and uh, have existed for a thousand years. So <laughs> it's always good to get y'all's input. Anything else, Jennifer, before I sign off? I think that's, I think that's it. Cool beans. Like a thief in the night, we are gone. Goodbye. Mom 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.